Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Tuesday, April 21st, 2020. We are slowly getting to May, you guys. Another day, another day to check off the old calendar. We're climbing closer and closer. I don't know if it'll be back to normal in May, but we're slowly getting there. Let's just keep turning the page, right? One more day done, one more week done, one more month done. And uh, that's all we can do. We got to stay positive. I know that's a little preachy, but we got to be positive. We got to find something to be positive about. That's my challenge to you, to myself. Be positive about something today. Maybe reach out to someone you haven't talked to in a while. How about a text message? How about a uh, an email, phone call? I don't know. Just a thought. Just a thought to maybe uh, bring a smile to your face. I, I get the opportunity to talk to people on a daily basis that I haven't had the privilege to talk to in a while. That's part of the fun with this podcast. It's the number one reason I want to continue to do it is to continue with interviews and, and just share stories with good friends of mine, people I haven't talked to in a while. So let's be positive. There's a ton of negativity in the in the country and the world right now. Okay, we can join in and be negative. We can choose choose that or we can choose to try to be positive. We can control what we can control. All right, we can control our attitude. This whole situation sucks. I'm not happy, just like a lot of people aren't happy. Everyone wants to get back to work, and I can totally sympathize with that. I'm right there with you, all right? So we're, we're going to see what we can do on this podcast to try to provide maybe just a glimpse of, uh, of uh, positive thought, maybe a few smiles, some laughter, whatever we can do. I don't know if it'll help or not, but we're going to keep being here every day for you guys, Monday to Friday. We'll post the episode out in the morning. We'll try to get you some guys some good content. We're going to try to bring on more and more guests, guests from a wide variety of backgrounds. Just talk sports, talk life, talk current events, talk anything. All right? We're just going to do what we can here on the Get Home Safe podcast to try to make life tolerable. Okay? We're going to keep moving forward. All right? So join me in this positive thought, if you would. Let's, let's do what we can. We can control what we can control, and we can make the best of a really bad situation. I want to thank everyone who's followed the program and the total plays have gone up quite a bit. We had a great response from the episode with Tracy McFate yesterday. He uh, provided a lot of fun topics and, and good stories. And so he had a big hit of, of uh, plays yesterday from, from the audience. So thank you for following. Uh, again, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at the uh, Get Home Safe Pod handle. Uh, is the official Twitter account of the Get Home Safe podcast. That is the that is Get Home Safe Pod. Uh, our email address, if you want to send us thoughts or questions, is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. Please do so if you have any topics or you know you want to be a guest on the show sometime, feel free to reach out. We're very friend friendly here. And as always, the Facebook page for the Get Home Safe Podcast is Get Home Safe Podcast. Type that in for our Facebook page. Give it a like. You'll get all the information on Twitter and Facebook. We'll continue to post daily episodes. We're also going to post the night before each episode a picture uh, and a short description of who's coming on the show the next day to kind of promote who will be on there to promote you to listen. It'll also put a face with a voice. So that's just something we're trying out for the near future to continue to promote. So please feel free to forward our episodes, forward the anchor uh, website, the Anchor app to people and let them know it's the best place to listen to the Get Home Safe podcast. We really, 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 really appreciate the support and I'm going to continue to say it every morning, every day. Just we can't have a show without you guys. It would just be me talking to myself, which eh, 
I usually do anyway, but this time I got a microphone and, and it maybe it, uh, with a little <laughs> production, it, it, it gets out to the public. Today on the show, we have Devin Drain. He is a former Real Hondo Prep uh, player and graduate. He now coaches at Real Hondo Prep in the Junior High Boys Athletic Program. He teaches uh, in the high school level, uh, mostly in the math department. He's going to fill us in uh, today on what life is like being a teacher slash coach who's quarantined from his students and how the distance learning and all that is going on. So he will give us some good insight on that. Looking forward to his interview. The remainder of the week, we got some great guests. We're, we're filled up this week. We're filled up uh, next week already. So anybody who wants to get on the show or, or put some thought out there, reach out any 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 time. You you know we can put you on. We'll fill a slot for you. We will get you on the show and just try to continue with a wide range of guests. So looking forward to the remainder of the week. Bill Barnes tomorrow, of course, with the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. Thursday, Jeff Levering, a Major League Baseball radio announcer for the Brewers. And Friday, Joe Stegner, former AAA baseball umpire. He also drives Uber up in Boise, so he'll have plenty of fun stories to share with us on Friday. Anyway, that covers the housekeeping details. We will get you to the interview with Devin Drain right now. We uh, look forward to hearing uh, from you at any time. And uh, let's get you to Devin Drain, and we'll be back to make uh, some closing comments at the end of the show. But until then, here is Devin Drain. Okay, guys, today we are joined by a guest, a good friend of mine, Mr. Devin Drain. Devin works in the junior high department at Rio Hondo Prep. We played ball against each other when we were kids and then eventually became teammates and, and good friends after being enemies. So, Devin, welcome to the program. I'm going to ask you first off, how are things going with this uh, daily quarantine? What's uh, What are some changes for your life? <laughs> hey, Matt, uh, it's good to be on. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I mean, trying to adjust to life like this. I've gone to, you know, teaching online um, and, you know, being away from students and, and getting used to all that. Uh, but it has been nice to... Uh, be able to spend time at home with my wonderful wife, Michelle, and um, our six-month-old son, uh, Carson. Uh, it's been a blessing to be able to be with them uh, as much as I have been, and uh, just trying to find the positive, stay active, stay uh, productive each day. Yeah, I hear you. And, and Devin, what's what's Carson's full name? Carson Sawyer Drain. Oh, yeah. Love that. Very Sounds like a uh, an author. <laughs> Oh, well, we're going for athlete, but you know, author wouldn't be be bad either. Uh, kind of, my my wife want, liked Sawyer a lot, and I felt like it, I wanted a little bit stronger name. So Carson was a name that, you know, you, you got some athletes like Carson Palmer and Carson Wentz, uh, strong athletes there. So, you know, thought that was a good name. Sure, we know a few Carsons uh, with last name, but uh, Carson first name is pretty strong. Uh, well, well, if he's anything like you, Devin, he's going to be an, an athlete and a scholar. Uh, as much as that pain, pains me to compliment you, what what can you tell me, Devin, about our early days playing against each other in KYL and then eventually uh, becoming teammates in junior high? Yeah, so uh, in K Youth League, our younger days, I was on uh, Indian in Arcadia, and uh, you were on the Hated Gators in uh, Glendora. Uh, I call you the Hated Gators because you guys seem to uh, win a lot and uh, – weren't nice about it 
but <laughs> it was it was nice uh, later on to uh, join for- forces in junior high, and uh, you know I thought we had a really good group. Yes, well, I, those were fond memories, kind of getting everyone together from the various teams and starting our Rio Hondo prep journey together as teammates. And uh, the, you know what, Devin, when we we moved into high school together. That was a really special time for, for me and for all of us, just because we spent so much time together, but we had some really focused goals that we were striving for. And uh, you know what? It was, it was a lot of fun playing with you all those years. Yeah, man. What a, what a time of life, um, you know, to have guys that all have the same goals and uh, really striving to be at our best. Um, and I feel like everyone kind of had a role and, uh, you know, love their role and, and we played hard together. Um, and I love playing with you because, uh, you did a lot of the dirty work, uh, worked really hard, uh, you know, in the paint, even though you're, you know, maybe a little smaller, uh, but worked hard in the paint, uh, worked hard, uh, in the uh, trenches and, uh, you know, made, made my life easier. Uh, but I appreciated your enthusiasm for the game, uh, whatever sport and just how much effort you put into it, I felt like it kind of, you know, elevated everyone else around you. So I uh, appreciated that playing with you. Well, you are far too kind. I, I, I did not pay Devin any any uh, money <laughs> or any other services for those kind words. It, it's nice to hear. It's been a long time since we played, but a lot of those memories are, are still vivid in your mind. I know that. And we'll talk about a little bit of our playing days in a second. I have a couple stories in mind that I definitely want to get to. Uh, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> about uh, you know a, a lot of different sports and such. But you know, Devin, I'm a I'm a referee. I'm an umpire. I'm an official. You know this well. And yes, uh, we joke about it. You all, you still call me Mr. Official occasionally. Uh, <laughs> I, I get to uh, I help assign some officials for your junior high department games now and such. But you know. There was a time, I think junior high, maybe high school, when we were all kind of uh, assisting in Care Youth League and, and, and not only coaching, but we were also doing some refereeing, dipping our toe in the pond to see what that was like. And as someone I know with extremely heavy opinions about officiating <laughs> yourself, I can only think back to your very short career as an official uh, when 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 you you uh, jumped out there, I, I don't remember what sport. I want to say it was basketball. But what can you tell me about your referee experience? Yeah, wow, my uh, refereeing experience is very uh, short lived. Um, I actually remember two times I officiated. Once was in basketball, and I and I think I was just refing, helping my dad out. You know, he was refing a KYL game. And so I, I kind of just jumped on and helped him out. Uh, the, the thing I remember about that is I'm not really sure what to do, but um, I, I, I found like, I don't know if this was you when you first started, but like there was just like, I was looking for one call and my call happened to be three in the key. And it was like, I kept calling three in the key and the coaches <laughs> were getting frustrated. I'm like, well, you know, three in the key, you know, you know, so I, I, that was one time. And I don't know how many people know about that experience. Uh but the other one that kind of ruined my career, and I just said, forget it. It's not worth it. Uh, you know, we used to – I think we were in junior high or high school, and we used to stand behind the pitchers and call balls and strikes um, in the KYL program. And, you know, this one parent uh, 
man, I, I, I thought I was calling pretty good. And it must have been his son at the plate. But uh, he was just giving it to me. Just just absolutely as loud as can be. You can hear it from two fields down. And just, just rip it into me. Like, what kind of call is that? Like, can you see? And all this kind of stuff. And I'm just I, – I just want to know part of it after that. No part of it. Yeah. So so you, you officially retired. Uh, at least from a competing on the court, but I can promise you guys this Devin may no longer be a referee or an official, but he has not stopped refereeing one day uh, in his life. He, he is, a, <laughs> he sees everything from the sideline. Like most coaches, I, I could promise you this. He always has an opinion and uh, you, you know, but if you asked him, Hey, come out here and ref and say, no, 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 no. I have no, no, I'm not touching that. So uh, I'm slowly gaining respect and uh, trying to, uh, you know, calm down a little bit on the sideline, but uh, it, it takes, uh, it'll take a while. Yeah. I remember in high school, we have to, they, they'd have to fill these games. They need referees and umpires for games and such. And uh, we all had to do, uh, do our part and help out occasionally. And I don't, I embraced it. And as part of my, the beginning of my passion, but guys like you, and there were others Somehow you were able to get out of that stuff. You, 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 I don't know if you paid someone to do the games for you or what you did, but <laughs> it was amazing to me how you were able to dodge that. Uh, you know, just finding ways, other ways to serve, I think. Uh, tried to show value, uh, maybe flipping burgers instead of blowing the whistle. Uh, and, I think that's kind of where my, my niche was uh, back then. <laughs> and the funny part for me is I, I didn't want any part of flipping burgers or working in the snack bar or, or, or other uh, working in the, the sport uniform shop. I, I wanted to be out on the field. I didn't care. I was getting yelled at. It was way better for me. So to each his own, right? I mean, <laughs> it's just... yeah, That's right. <laughs> you know, Devin, you are a great competitor. You are a wonderful uh, teammate. A few things that stick out to me thinking about you. I, like you said, I used to, we'll go to basketball because that was a, a sport I thought, you know, our class was best at and, and uh, most, most competitive at, we'll say. And I remember, I, as you said, I, yeah, I, I, I got picked, a, I picked a few fights here and there uh, <laughs> with the opponents on the other teams. And I remember one time I was getting into it with a guy at Chadwick and uh, he threw me to the ground and he, well, I don't know how it was missed, but he, he pretty much like stepped on my yeah. face really. Yeah. And, and Devin stepped in and uh, kind of, you know, chested up with the guy, got between him. And I don't remember if you got a technical foul also or something, but they didn't Probably. throw the guy out of the game. <laughs> yeah. It is, you know, it was, it was one technical foul that you got that I, I understood and supported uh, <laughs> defending the teammate. There was a few other ones that I, I did not necessarily, you know, uh, especially at the time, support. And as you know, Devin, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm an official, I'm a referee. And uh, so as I've grown into that profession, I, I definitely am on the side of those guys even more. But I can remember one time in a summer league game, you got teed up because you've, you've always been one to uh, express your opinion. Yeah. Uh, on the basketball court, especially. And I think I grabbed you and I said something like, like, Hey, knock it off. What, you know, what, what are you doing? Like, that's your dad's, that's your dad's job. Let him do, let him get the technicals. And then behind me, I hear another whistle and your dad, as, a, as for those who don't know, was our coach in high school, Mr. Drain. I turn around and sure enough, Mr. Drain's also getting a technical. So 
it was yeah. it, it was a, a, probably a fun moment, father son moment for you guys. But for me, I was trying. I was like, I've lost total control out here. Yeah. I tell you, just <laughs> being on the basketball court, you know, one one area where I had a lot of confidence, <clears throat> kind of felt like uh, I I, I kind of you know was always going to be right or uh you know that kind of thing and so i i did like to argue a lot with the officials uh you know i never fouled or never traveled in my mind uh and so you know <laughs> when they're calling it on you're like no no what, what are you looking at but uh, i do remember that time in the summer uh where yeah mouthing off and got a technical and then yeah my dad right behind me it's nice to know you know my dad had my back on that one <laughs> But, uh, he, he did. <laughs> you know, it's a summer like, league, so it's like, you know, why are we even talking about the officials? I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, and, and I was so prophetic with my statement. I had, you know, like, let your dad do it. And you're like, oh, oh, well, I guess you're both getting teased today. So, <laughs> so those are some uh, those are some fond memories of, of you. You said you're a good teammate. You're always there when uh, to help me up off the ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I remember that Chadwick game. Um, and, uh, I'm pretty sure it was at Chadwick, you know, again, the officials, you're never going to get help, uh, away. And so, uh, (laughs) yeah, the guy, uh, I think he, you know, he stepped in to take a charge or something and then he, uh, put you on the ground and then he came back and was stepping over you and like, yeah, I think he literally stepped on your face. And so I, uh, (laughs) had to get up in his face on that one. Uh, a T well-deserved, I think (laughs) on that. Yes. um uh, very very much so <laughs> but yeah a lot of good times playing ball I, I I think you know a lot of people have memories you know as much as us winning games as they do of you you know diving for loose balls I I know we uh had our little <laughs> section of the pit we called it you know where the band was playing and the student section was and and I don't know how many times you dove into there for a loose ball and and landed on everybody and they just love that you know more than almost the game itself so <laughs> you know I, Devin, I'm, I'm a short i'm a short guy i am uh, uh I, i've definitely put some weight on over the years <laughs> so i tell people sometimes I, I play basketball and they look at me like i'm crazy and and, and i don't blame them really i <laughs> i was not uh, i don't consider myself uh you know the the <laughs> what a basketball player looks like but i really enjoyed playing it with our class I uh, had opportunity to have Bill Ritter on the podcast. That was a ton of fun talking to him yeah. and getting his opinions of things. And between you and Bill, especially our senior year, you guys were just the stars. You put up some points, and the rest of us had to contribute in any way we could. And I know we had great goals, and and they fell a little short. But I will never forget some of those games playing with you, my friend. It was it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, those, those uh, some of the best times of our lives just playing ball together and uh i mean I, I look back and i think guys just knew their roles and and you know tried to star in their roles uh mm-hmm. you know, that's something that uh yeah you, you know bill and i maybe were scoring but you were battling under the basket and and again playing good defense and going after loose balls so you know everyone had their role and it was uh just a lot of fun <laughs> You know what was really cool, and I knew we'd talk a ton of basketball on this podcast, and, and we'll get out of the glory days here in a minute, but <laughs> you know what, guys? The, some people may not believe this, but Devin actually did pass the ball every now and then. <laughs> it was it was nice. I, I maybe uh, sneak behind everyone or a little backdoor cut or something, and 
I'd see Devin's eyes get big, and there was probably a thought like, if I pass this to you, you better make the shot, make, <laughs> make the layup. But you know what? He hit me with a few uh, passes here and there, and I could say most of my – uh, you know, six points a game or whatever it was, was, was passes from you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm sure it was difficult giving up the ball to, uh, to Matt Hersema sometimes. Hey, again, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess thinking about percentages uh, of the play, you know, I, I, a lot of the times I felt like, you know, my shot was the highest percentage shot uh, I could get, but, you know, trying to see the whole court and uh, knowing that our team as a whole was, you know, Great. I, 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 mm-hmm. I can trust on you making those uh, layups or, you know, <laughs> four-footers uh, every now and then. So uh, Those are my specialty. Yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's good stuff. And Devin was just a great three-point shooter. There was no uh, – he never met a shot he didn't like. Uh, True that. <laughs> as, soon as, he, as soon as he crossed half court, he was a threat, and I'm dead serious. There was a few times – he took some shots uh, just for the fun, and uh, he made most of them, which was crazy to me. And, <laughs> you know, so it's just I want to I want to move into to another sport right now, Devin. Uh, baseball. Now, I gotta paint a picture here for people. Uh, <laughs> Devin and I were were usually on the same page, but other times uh, we weren't. He was a he he did a lot of things, but he was a pitcher. I was a catcher, and for whatever reason. I still to this day don't know why he did this. You know, catchers call signals, fastball, curveball, changeup, you know, the old one, two, three, whatever. And if a pitcher doesn't like what is called, he can shake it off, and the catcher will then come with something else, a different pitch. Well, Devin, not once, not twice, I many times, he just <laughs> decided to throw another pitch that I called, but he wouldn't shake me off. He would – I put down a, a, a fastball. He he just bring his hands together and he throw a curveball <laughs> without me knowing. And most of the time, I was able to knock it down or whatever. And just checking what your really angered. Oh man! No, no. What was really what really angered me was that a lot of times it worked. I mean, he 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 got the hitter that he was right on the right pitch to throw. <laughs> but Devin, all I asked, all I asked, and I begged and pleaded, and you never did. Just shake me off if you disagree. Man, I, we would have found an agreement. I think uh, I knew this was going to come up too today. Uh, <laughs> but um, man, I, I what I remember is early on, um, I think our coach wanted us to like use our glove to kind of like you know mm-hmm. scrape our chest or something to say no, that's not what we wanted. And I just I didn't want to do that. Like I don't know, I felt awkward. You know, it, whatever the signal was, I, and again, it could have just been shaking my head. But I think they wanted us to do some, you know, thing with our glove. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, and I, and I just threw what I wanted, you know, I just, I didn't want to take time to go through, you know, what pitch, uh, another pitch or something like that. And so I just threw it. I figured you could handle it. And you did, you know, you did well back there. <laughs> I didn't think we had too many, uh, oh my goodness. too many problems with that. <laughs> Cross up. If, if I'll tell you what, if the, if the umpires only knew, behind me that I didn't know it was coming. I, those guys would have got out of the way a, a lot. I, they had a tough enough time with me in front of them. Yeah. Uh, but, oh man. I, I will never, never forget that. And uh, Devin, you had to be on your toes when he was pitching, man. Let me tell you, I, I, I never knew what was coming, even though I called it and we apparently <laughs> agreed. I didn't know. So yeah, uh, uh, it was never coming <laughs> that hard though. So you were fine. It's okay. <laughs> uh, you're definitely a, definitely a locator. I'd say you're a Maddox, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, definitely. 
uh, Devin was a, you know, he, he hit cleanup, but I, man, he, he'd lay down more squeeze bunts than, uh, than anyone on the team, I think. And, you know, we were just a unique team altogether. Um, but Devin, I can't not talk to you or can't talk to you without, uh, talking about football. Now, come on. I know football was like one of your favorites, right? <laughs> well, uh, it grew on me. Let's, let's say, okay. Uh, you know, at a young age, um, I didn't really, you know, want to get hit. It was plain and simple. Uh, but I think it was my sophomore year. I finally figured out I was one of the biggest guys on the field. I'm like, hey, this could be kind of fun. And uh, <laughs> really got into it from there uh, after my sophomore year or during my sophomore year. And, uh, yeah, it, it was definitely um, a lot of fun. I uh, really appreciate uh, my experience playing some football and um, – I, again, we had a great team and uh, mm-hmm. a great tradition at RHP. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else you want me to elaborate on football. No, um, no, <laughs> I, love, I, just, I know I, we I, had <laughs> – I really like playing with you. We had, uh, you know, our, our left side, uh, strong side going. Uh, oh, yeah. I was, the, I was the D end on the left side and Hersma was the, uh, you know, linebacker behind me. Um, and I, in the eight man game, you know, a lot of times the, uh, <laughs> the end and the fullback, they would both kind of go by me and, uh, go take you out, but it left me to make a lot of tackles. So, uh, you know, I think our, our worked out pretty well that way. <laughs> if only those could, if only those counted for assists, man, I, I, I tried to get as many assists as possible, jumping on top of piles and stuff, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun playing with you and. And I just remember guys like you and, and Bill and Joy. Football may have not been your favorite. It really – I was worried kind of in high school, like, man, these guys aren't going to you know, love football like I do. But I can honestly say you guys put forth the, your best effort, uh, not just for me but for the team. And we wanted to win. We wanted to win at everything we did. And I appreciate you guys giving your best when maybe it wasn't your favorite thing uh, growing up. And so that's something special to me that I remember with my teammates – from real hondo football yeah i mean definitely i felt like you know whatever we were doing it was it was our favorite sport at the time you know whether it was football basketball or or baseball uh whatever we Mm -hmm. were doing as a team was uh you know our favorite thing to do you know i remember even you know coming down to work on the fields and it was like my favorite thing to do because we were together as a team uh and all doing it together so uh, those are the things that make you know real hondo unique and uh, stuff I appreciate uh, to this day. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Devin. And, and I think in junior high is where we really started to grow together. It was the beginning of our journey, really. And, you know, you work with junior high kids now, seventh and eighth grade boys, primarily at Rio Hondo Prep. You coach football, basketball, baseball. Uh, you're involved in so many things with those kids. And what is it like, I guess, in comparison to when we were junior high kids versus the junior high kids. Now it's gotta be different, right? Man. Yeah. I think the uh, biggest change is just the overall um, technology and social media that the the kids are exposed to. Um, They have so many other things besides athletics. I felt like for us growing up, it was like, what are you going to do if you're not playing sports? You know, like what else is Mm -hmm. there? You know, there's, you know, a few video games out there and stuff, but you know, the thing to do is to play some ball. And uh, nowadays, there's just so much other things that these kids are into. 
that it makes it a little more of a challenge uh, to uh, show them the benefits of, of really playing ball and, and being a good team member and all those things. Yes, I, I agree with you. And like you said, everything we did, it seemed like we were competing or, or trying to get better at something. And it could be anything. It could be, uh, it could be uh, fundraising. It could be <laughs> just anything under the sun. And you know what? Uh, today's kids, I think uh, I, you work with them every day. They got to have a lot of distractions out there as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I remember times for us, just you have practice, but then you're going to stay after practice and shoot some more, or, um, you know, work on your know, passing routes uh, or just throwing a few more pitches. And, and for the part, um, doesn't happen as much, you know, especially at the junior high level. I think we try to get them to do some more. And by the time they're in high school, they see that, you know, there are these benefits to working extra and working hard on the goals you have. Uh, but yeah, definitely a lot of distractions for them, uh, whether it's games or, you know, they're doing almost anything on your phone now. And uh, so, yeah, it's definitely a challenge, but one yeah. that uh, I- I'm glad I get the chance to work with them. I know you're a teacher too, right? What what classes do you teach? Yeah, so I have uh, a junior high, like a pre math class, and then a uh, school geometry class. So I, I teach um, both age groups, basically like 7th and 8th grade, and then 8th uh, and ninth uh, with the high school geometry. Um, something I've done pretty much for 10 years now, the same uh, two classes. I um, haven't deviated a whole lot. Um, from that and uh, a lot of fun working with the kids. Um, and I like with both age groups, um, you know, different kind of challenges, but uh, I definitely like uh, doing math. Math, math is my thing, and uh, love working with uh, kids on on those uh, two subjects. What would you say is the biggest difference for you in your approach to teaching versus your approach to coaching? Biggest difference? Uh, you know, I, there, there are a lot of similarities, to be honest. Um, you know, you come in with a game plan um, and and you kind of lecture or maybe go over a drill and then um, get them to practice that drill or in class get them to do some practice problems. Um, I feel like with – with with coaching it's it's always it's always been easier to me to really apply it to everyday life and to apply it to um you know the rest of their life as a whole there's so many good things with discipline and character um that you can do with athletics um and in the classroom you know there's some students that just love math and and you can show them the benefits of what math brings and then there's others that are just like, why, why do we have to learn this? You know, I'm not, I have a calculator on my phone. That's all I need. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't need <laughs> to know what the sine of 46 degrees is, you know, who cares? So I, I think uh, mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest challenges and differences that I feel between uh, coaching and uh, teaching. Okay. Well, Devin, you, you touched on, you know, you, you're a family man now with a, lovely wife and a, and a newborn son 
and uh, life's going good for you. you you're, you're doing things you love doing. Uh, you come from a great family. We talked about Mr. Drain, who was our coach for many sports. And it was funny to me when, when you guys, uh, when he was coaching us, we always wondered, what's, what's Devin going to call <laughs> Mr. Drain? What's he going to call? Because we, we all referred to our coaches as Mr. as Mr. Drain, Mr. Carson. Like, that was just the right. way we were taught. And so we were all curious. And all those years, you know what? I can't remember one time you called him uh, Mr. Drain, coach, or dad. It was always like, uh, hey, uh, hey, hey. And, and <laughs> when, he, when you spoke or, or said, hey, he just he knew you were talking to him. And that's just something funny to me. So what, what can you tell me about what it was like to play for your dad in so many sports in high school? Man, it, it was awesome to me. Um, I, I dreamed of, you know, being able to play for him for, since I was a little kid. I remember, you know, being four or five years old and, and he was coaching his teams and I would go down to practices, you know, even if it was, even if it was late at night um, and uh, just be watching the practices. And, you know, when it was, when it was basketball practice, you know, they, they'd run their, you know, ha- their full court scrimmages, but uh, you know, they might be on one end. And so I'd run to the other and try and get a shot up before they got back down to the other side. And um, just, just loved <laughs> being a part of, you know, everything that he was doing. And so um, it was just awesome when I finally got to uh, be able to play for him. Um, and, you know, I just thought, I, I think the world of him, um, just a great man uh, that, you know, I've gained so many things from him, uh, learning from him. And uh, just the opportunity to play for him was just, you know, awesome. I, I There were times, uh, you know, like in a huddle that I felt like, hey, you know, he was looking right at me every time, you know, like he's yelling and screaming stuff at us and <laughs> looking at me. I'm like, dude, I, it wasn't me. Like I didn't do it. That was probably Matt, you know, <laughs> or whoever it was. Of course. Yeah. You never did anything wrong. <laughs> but yes, he was looking right this. at me, you know, a lot of the times. Um, and, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I do remember basically I didn't know what to call him either. Like I, I didn't necessarily want to call him dad. Cause that was, you know, <laughs> I didn't want anybody to necessarily, you know, think something that, uh, you know, maybe he was, playing me because I was a son or something. And then I, I didn't want, you know, Mr. Drain didn't feel right at all either. So I might, I might've just said, Hey, uh-huh. Hey, or yo, what, uh, and started talking and yeah, he just kind of knew, you know, heard me and, and knew that I was talking to him. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, that, I just never called him anything else. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, Mr. Drain is a, a, a legendary coach at real Hondo prep. He's been there most of his life. He is someone who's impacted all of us tremendously. He He's really helped us to become better men. I know everyone I've talked to so far on the podcast who went to Rio and, you know, has, has mentioned his name as an influence and, you know, a tremendous influence on my life. He really challenged you. Uh, he got on you. He was very hard on you at times, but it was necessary. Uh, you didn't want to let him down. And the number one thing I think I remember from Mr. Drain is that, he, he, he said this, he had the same message almost all the time with, he, he may have spoke on different things, but it was from a Bible verse and it was run your race, race to win, run to win. You know, you don't, you don't run a race to, to finish third or, or fin, you know, just finish the race, even though, you know, finishing is always important, but always compete. And, and I think in life, that's been so, I've taken that with me in everything I do, run your race yeah. to win. And so uh, Mr. Drain, I, I know he's coached a long time. 
um, and, and just such an impact on many men. And I just want to say thank you to him. Uh, and, and, you know, you'll have to tell him or if he uh, gets a chance to listen to this, then that, that'd be great too. I'll let him know. I mean, Thanks. I, <laughs> yeah, everything you said, I think he, he modeled, you know, he loved John Wooden and loved everything John Wooden stood for, um, you know, and took a lot of mm-hmm. stuff from that. And so always expecting, you know, to give your best effort, you know, each day your masterpiece uh, I think it's something that he tried to instill in us. And, um, you know, I, I, I appreciate everything he's, he's done and, and love him for it. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just so blessed to be able to have played under him, but also to be his son. Um, and yeah, so, um, yeah, just, just an absolute blessing. And yeah, he was hard on us and, and us, but he could because also knew that he loved you and cared for you. And so, um, you know, with that behind it, you, you knew it was coming from a place of, of love. And so it wasn't hard to take that criticism or that challenge because um, you knew where it was coming. Definitely. And, and I want to bring up your other parent right now, Devin, <laughs> your mother, Mrs. Drain. And uh, all I could tell you about Mrs. Drain is she's uh, extremely positive and uh, always smiling and very similar <laughs> to a, a, la- a lady mm-hmm. that I knew and grew up with, my, my mother. And I know you know oh, what man. I'm going to talk about right now, but I'm going to talk about a time where Mrs. Drain and my mother they took advantage of a situation to embarrass Devin and I, who were oh, seniors at the time. Step. And you, you just know they loved every second of this. They, we used to have these pie auctions at, at Rio and, and, and Care. And it was like to, it was a fundraiser and people would bake pies. And then you'd bid on these pies, like an, like an auction. And, you know, some people would pay 50 bucks for a pie or 80 bucks, 100 bucks, <laughs> whatever it was. And it was a fun way to just kind of raise some money. But the people who sold the pot, who everyone had was like nominated to do these pie, these pie skits or whatever. And our two mothers got on stage when we were seniors and we, we heard they were going to do this. And I think we yeah. were both terrified and they got on stage and they told the audience that they would get you and I on stage. If, if we, they reached a certain amount of money and uh, we got up there and they had these like, girly yeah. oh, aprons man. for us to wear yeah. yeah right i mean what you remember man i try to block it out you know, I, I just know i <laughs> i know they, they i thought you know they, it was maybe some kind of like grass skirt or something or maybe it was an apron but something embarrassing to put on and, and go up there i don't know if, i don't think we sang or anything but man just being up there with you know you know looking ridiculous and uh yeah they just they totally took uh, advantage of us there and, and the opportunity to embarrass us. Uh, oh man. <laughs> quite the night. Yeah. Quite the night. Uh, but that, but that's, yes. That, yes. That, that's, who they oh. were. That's, that's, that's how they are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, if, if I was going to compare my mom and dad, you know, my dad is one pillar of the pyramid of success where industriousness and on the other side is, is enthusiasm. And I feel like that's my mom and, and your mom was the same way just this enthusiasm for life, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just always bringing joy. And, but man, when they got together, it was, it was some chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. They had us do a dance up there. I mean, it was, Oh, it was so, I, I have stage fright to this yeah. day because of stuff oh, like that. So 
thanks a lot, Mom and Mrs. Drain, for, for <laughs> yeah, that for traumatic sure. experience. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you you have uh, you're you're privileged to be from a a big family. You have four siblings, two brothers, two sisters. Mm-hmm. You are the oldest. Um, so I know that your one of your brothers, Ed, uh, a tremendous story. Uh, got uh, if if I mess up the details, uh, fill it in, fill me in. But you know he was he had leukemia at a young age. He he fought through that, and uh, he's doing really well right now. Didn't he just get uh, married yeah, he did. recently? He got I think married over a year ago. Um, and uh, yeah, he's man, what he's gone through and, and where he's at now uh, is just it's just amazing. Uh, he was diagnosed with leukemia mm-hmm. in fourth grade um, back in two thousand one, and uh, fought through that. Uh, and it was just amazing to watch. Um, you know, he, he just, you know, he lost a lot of muscle, um, you know, got, got really big from all the medication and, um, but nothing would stop him from getting on the court or being on the field. You know, he still wanted to play. And I think, you know, the doctors said that, you know, that's really one of the reasons that, um, you know, allowed him to survive that, that just that will to continue to compete, um, and and play athletics is what really uh helped you know keep him alive and yeah now he's he's thriving um just got married over a year ago and uh is doing really well that is just outstanding to hear and i remember growing up and watching him grow through all that and and it was just truly inspiring at the time and he's a great uh example of perseverance I think that has a lot to do with upbringing and just the Drain family. Uh, you, you guys are, are great people. And like I said, it's been a pleasure knowing you and, and, and growing with you over the years. Uh, what can you tell me? Um, I mean, I, I should know. I should know, uh, be more updated on these things, but I, I'm not. How's your sister, Tawny? Yeah, going? I mean, uh, so Tawny, a long time ago when uh, she was in junior high, uh, was diagnosed with a rare liver disease. And, uh, kind of kept her from playing athletics and um, it was really hard on her. And they had predicted that by the time she was 30, she'd have to have a liver transplant. Well, she is uh, 32 now, 33. Uh Oh, one of the 30, 33 now, I think. And, uh, and (laughs) the the time has come. Um, She's at the point where she does need a liver transplant. Um, They, She's basically uh, taking a lot of medication right now to make it so she has a decent quality of life. She was, you know, had a lot of itching and things like that that were making it hard for her every day. And so they've given her medication to kind of help her with that. But that only goes for so long. And uh, in the process now at the uh, USC uh, Medical Center, Keck Medical Center, uh, they've been um, going through donors. Um, we put a call out to all our friends, you know, the, the care and Rio families, and, as well as, um, a lot of her close friends and, uh, asking for donors. And it's remarkable. They, they told us, you know, usually people at most get 10 or so people that want to, you know, be a live donor. And she was, you know, upward around 40 or 50 people that responded. And so they were blown away by, the amount of people that um, wanted to help her and help our family. And so we're just totally thankful and blessed 
uh, for that response. Um, but still in the waiting game and even more so now uh, with the pandemic, um, they've kind of stopped being able to really test everyone completely. Um, basically, I think they're on maybe donor five or six, like they've gone through four other people and, and it hasn't quite worked out, you know, whether the anatomy doesn't quite match up or something like that, but, um, they're on donor five or six, um, but they just can't complete all the testing, you know, with this pandemic. And so, um, even more of a waiting game at this, at this point for her, but we are hopeful. Uh, again, a lot of donors have stepped up and, and have said, Hey, I, I'm willing and able and just waiting to see uh, if, the, if we can find a match uh, and hopefully sooner rather than later. Yes. Uh, yes, sir. We, we, uh, we, pray for Tawny and, and we know that she's in good hands. And uh, to those who, who have reached out, I think that's, that's incredible. It's a great thing to see all, all the support in, in, in difficult times. And Tawny was only one grade below us. So she was uh, in, interacted uh, a lot with our, yeah. our uh, circles and, and group of guys and friends and everything. So we wish her nothing but the best. Um, uh, you know, if anyone, is interested in, in, in helping or, or wants to contribute some way. I mean, I, I know there's plenty of people that, that already have, and, and you can't have enough support there. So we wish her the best, Devin. I, and I just know things are going to work out. And Tawny, Tawny's a fighter, just like most of the drain family. And, uh, you know, yeah, our, we our appreciate with that. Um, just, just so blessed and so thankful for all those have, who have helped out and, and have really shown support, you know, whether, whether you, you know, volunteer to be a donor or not uh, just the outpouring of of um you know thoughts and prayers that we've received for that and and for her uh it's just it's a, it gets overwhelming it's it's just so amazing you know how blessed we are um with the community we have around us oh uh, yeah it's you know you, you said it you said it right there and uh yeah that's just what it's all about man when 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 we have friends and you know what, we all go our different routes in life, but it's fun. It's fun to reach out and talk to people again, uh, just to know what's going on in their life and to, you know, that's, what's been a lot of fun in doing this podcast is, is running down memory lane with a few different people and learning new things. And so uh, I appreciate your time very much. I know you're a busy man with a busy husband and father life going on, but what, what else, uh, what, what else is going on as far as, at, uh, at the school, you, you talked a little bit about it at the beginning, but you're into some like distance learning programs right now with. Uh, yeah. Teaching. So uh, as, as probably most uh, schools are, um, you know, everyone's at home and uh, you know, we're trying to find ways where we, so for, for me personally, we've, we uh, have used Google classroom and put all our assignments on that. Um, and, the kids can just access those files and send them back to us, you know, do the work and send it back. We've also done uh, zoom uh, video meetings, you know, so I can and teach some content and then um, they can kind of learn some of the new things and then go and practice them with the stuff that I post, um, you know, online for them to do. And so just trying to keep them engaged, uh, try and meet with them, you know, two or three times a week just to check in. Um, 
and uh, you know, see if they're doing okay. Because uh, you know, it's it's hard for them too. They're not, you know, a lot of times they're just showing up just to see mm-hmm. their friends because you know they they want to be able to interact with them, um, <laughs> when, which they haven't been able to do. So we've kind of gone to that uh, for the time being. Don't know what's happening, you know, going forward with with final exams and graduation and things like that. You know, we're hopeful, but at the same time. There's a reality that, you know, we just have to accept and um, wait for the the higher-ups to uh, determine those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a time of uncertainty, and it's got to be difficult for teachers right now. That's a big reason I wanted to bring you on and have you talk a little bit about that. But, you know, when we get talking, it's also – uh, we're naturally going to start talking about uh, <laughs> the old playing days. So we may have uh, talked more about that than uh, we could have, but it was a lot of fun, Devin, and I appreciate it. And before we let you go, is there anything else you want to talk about or ask me or just anything uh, well, under the sun? I, I was curious since you asked me uh, how it was playing for my dad. Uh, I was just curious how, uh, how, how you, you know, maybe portrayed myself as the coach's son. Uh, if that was, if there was any, uh, you know, how you felt about that. <laughs> okay. Good question. Um, quite honestly, uh, there were times that I forgot, I forgot you were Mr. Drain's son. And it was usually in those moments where, uh, you said, <laughs> just called him. Hey, Hey, I was like, Oh yeah, he, that's his dad. <laughs> but I do know this that there was no preferential treatment, which you hear with coaches, coaches, uh, fathers coaching their sons. Uh, you know what? I, none of us talked back to Mr. Drain except one person, <laughs> and that was you. When he'd get after you, uh, you know, rest of us were, were yes, sir type of guys, and we, we knew we messed up. But when, you, when he got after you, it almost turned into a debate, which – we were, we were like, oh, man, he's you don't do that with Mr. Drain. But, you know, oh, yeah, he's his son, too. <laughs> so that was kind of the experience for me. Uh, we we loved it, that <laughs> we loved watching that interaction. And I'm sure your mom had a kick. Oh, out of man, it too. she she to this day hates when uh, he yells uh, at anybody. Um, and so, you know, he's he has cooled off a little bit, you know, <laughs> since our playing days. Um, but. Yeah, I uh, I figure I had a, a I could uh, talk to back to him a little bit, um, but you know that's why the assistants were there too. We had you know Mr. Peter Clark uh, as our <laughs> assistant for basketball, and he would rip into me a lot, uh, and I just kind of took it from him. <laughs> you know, he was kind of mm-hmm. yeah, he, yeah took he definitely the took the reins when it came to me uh, in basketball. Uh, then you know we had other assistants during football and baseball, so. Uh, they usually were the ones that had to deal with me. Um, but I, I did take what my dad said to heart and tried to, tried to listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tried, yeah. tried, right. Uh, <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Uh, like I said, memory lane is a, is a fun road to be on, especially these days without much traffic. So, uh, <laughs> Devin, thanks for being here. And, uh, if you don't have any other uh, questions for me or comments, then, uh, we will move on and, and end another episode here, but just, uh, it's been a yeah, pleasure. Thanks a lot, my Matt. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's always good to, to catch up with you and, uh, yeah, I just appreciate, uh, what you're doing right now to, you know, find ways to be productive and, uh, it's, it's been fun.
Okay, a big thank you from Devin Drain. That was a lot of fun to tell some more stories and talk about the current situation as a teacher and a coach and all that is going on over at Real Hondo Prep and also talk about uh, some family life and uh, talk about some good memories. That was a lot of fun. We're looking forward to tomorrow. We have Bill Barnes on the show with his weekly Wednesday weigh-in appearance. We also have Jeff Levering on Thursday, a Major League Baseball radio broadcaster, and Joe Stegner on Friday, a former AAA umpire and current Uber driver in the Boise, Idaho area. So be sure to tune in for three more shows this week, three great guests. Next week, we got a full slate of guests already starting to pile up. We'll fill you in on that on Friday. Please continue your support on the Facebook page of the Get Home Safe podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Get Home Safe Pod is our handle on there. You'll see our latest episodes on Twitter and Facebook, as well as a promotion on the uh, the night before our episodes to promote the, the guest that is upcoming. If you have questions, comments, or anything else of that matter, be sure to email us at gethomesafepodcast at yahoo.com. Thanks again for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun. We look forward to tomorrow's episode. And guys, like I said at the beginning, we're here every day, Monday to Friday. We're going to get something out, some type of episode, whether it's a, a short ramble moment for me or just a, a good conversation with a, a good friend, an old friend, or, or somebody new. That's what we're here for. We want to share random thought, maybe some current events, have some uh, differing opinions. That's fine too. Nothing wrong with uh, agreeing to disagree and we're just here. We're here for each other, right? We're here for each other, and we just want to be there to get through this thing. So, guys, no matter what you are doing, whether you're out on that town or around in third base, get home safe.